Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. This, this motion picture. Movie. I, did this, this uh, exist a year ago? No, no, this, uh, this did not exist. This is a Berenstein Bears thing. This is a Mandela yeah. effect movie. It really is. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched 1989's Next of Kin. Next of Kin. <laughs> starring everybody. Everyone in the world is in this movie. The family killed his brother. A life for a life. Amen. Amen. But they never counted on his next of kin. If you mess with my brother, you mess with me. Settle this. Now. Anywhere we want! When these boys head for the city, someone better head for the hills. We ain't seen bad yet, but it's coming. Next of kin. Big thank you, just to start, to Vincent. Thank you. Vincent, our Patreon producer who made this happen, who, who, who said, you best watch Next of Kin from the director of Ghost Story and Raw Deal, John Irvin. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Vincent. <laughs> I didn't know this fucking movie existed. I had no, no never heard of this idea. film. I refuse to believe it exists. It came out the same year as Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, big, the big pull in this is Patrick Swayze and not anybody else in the fucking movie. Um, Tom, did you take my advice about watching this movie and skipping the credits? Yes. Okay, good. Because that is the, the, the best way to watch this movie, is to be completely surprised about who's in it. Uh, because, my fucking God, I'm, I'm like, film, I'm right I... now I'm looking up the casting director because I want to know, like, what who, hero? Uh... What hero stocked this film full of yeah. just, uh, just all-stars? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking wild. Uh, they only have, that's weird. They only have a location cast, casting assistant, extras casting. So who's the main casting person? Okay, casting by... Okay, I, I found them. Uh, we're watching this and uh, you're, you're listening to this yeah, real we're really, time. We're really experiencing just, this. I don't know. They, they casted Natural Born Tick Killers. Nothing special here, but this... Oh, Candyman. This person had a gift. Because Next of Kin, folks, is about Patrick Swayze, who has to protect his wife, Helen Hunt, Yep. <laughs> uh, against mobsters, uh, Ben Stiller and Adam Baldwin, who killed his brother, Bill Paxton, uh, all while getting revenge with his other brother, Liam Neeson. <laughs> also, Ted Levine is there and the one-armed man. <laughs> Ted Levine is there for one scene. Yeah. A single what scene, Ted Levine. Fuck. <laughs> What a fucking movie. No one was famous except for, I believe, except for Patrick Swayze, right? Like, 
Bill Paxton, he I he had had he done Terminator? He had done Terminator. Yeah, and aliens. Probably done, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's that but he's like, famous. He's not that. he's not super famous at this point. He's still pretty firmly yeah. pretty firmly within uh, anonymous character actor territory at yeah, this time. Patrick's Patrick Swayze's family is the cast of Twister. Uh and so that's that's something. <laughs> he has Helen a family Hunt. of like fifteen maniacs yeah. who are all ready to go to ma- go to the mattresses uh, when yeah. Bill Paxton is killed by Adam Baldwin. Oh yeah, I can't. And wait don't to talk get about me wrong. If anything would get uh, would get a community to posse up, it would be Adam Baldwin murdering Bill Paxton. Oh, hundred percent. Liam Neeson, meanwhile, hadn't even been Darkman. He hadn't even done fucking Darkman nope. yet. This is a year removed from Darkman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Helen Hunt. No, Liam Neeson no is only a, f- a few years after Krull in this film. Jesus fucking Christ. Fucking wild. So, just, right. just lurching his way through this movie. Like spindly Liam Neeson. He is so unnerving in this film because he's playing a hillbilly. And I'm like, I know you're not a hillbilly. Right. I know um, you're Irish. He lives like a serial <laughs> killer in this like this like bus. They are terrifying. It's it's a, it's yes, a chilling look. This film is like this is such an eighties movie, and in that yeah. it's 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 another like like due process is bullshit type movie where it's like mm-hmm. at the in Act Three, Patrick Swayze has to throw like the, the the point of the movie is Patrick Swayze is a lawman and he's 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 from uh, the Hill Folk family. Yeah, Appalachia. Yeah, Appalachia, and they're used to doing things the old way. So when Bill Paxton gets killed by some gangsters, um, here here being uh, Adam Baldwin, um, yep, in Chicago, in Chicago, they're like, "You got to get some justice," and he's like, "No, I have to do it by the law." They're like, "Need the law, you need the bunch of crap," and then Liam Neeson <laughs> comes up there, um, and then uh, like Liam Neeson dies, and and stuff just keeps getting out of hand. Like they threaten, they threaten, they threaten his Helen Hunt. So finally, he has to just throw in his badge. And that's like the lesson of the movie is that yeah. you have to toss aside the law. The movie and is just all... exact revenge like a fucking back alley dentist. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 so it's very 80s. It's, it's also so trying 80s. to it's trying to build up a very big offer at the end, uh, to which I would say you don't need to build it up, but to like create this realistic scenario in which like. You know, for example, a mobster is loaded onto a bus full of snakes, <laughs> and that makes sense within the film. But I, I, I might be getting ahead, because um, yeah, it starts with him talking down a guy. And did you notice the hotel men only? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's in either Raw Deal or Red Heat. It would make more sense that it's in Raw Deal. I would assume it's in Raw Deal. Yeah, right. But it, it is. I, I. I think it might be in Red Heat, which is a completely different director. I think you're right, um, yeah. I think it just might be a Chicago location that the 80s loved, you know? Um, right, it is gloriously like, seedy. Yeah, it's a super scumbag yeah. uh, hotel. <laughs> a real scumbag rag. Yeah, and so it starts with Swayze talking this guy down. Uh, he looks like a time traveler. He's, He's Ted like Levine. Dressed... Oh yeah, you're right, he is Ted Levine. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Just, who, did I, he stab someone? It's not clear. <laughs> they don't really tell us he, what he he's did. He's like ready. He, they, I thought they said he stabbed someone because he's ready to fucking go down in a blaze. Right, of he's glory. about to get in a shootout with the cops. Yeah, and I doesn't and then, seem and like then he Patrick did something Swayze has that. to talk him down with his folksy wisdom. 
Yeah, and that's sort of it's a microcosm for the larger film or from where he's coming from, right? Yeah. He says something he he says uh he says some he says a cool line. He says um this ain't no place to leave your ghost. Yeah. Where he's like, I know you're afraid of dying. There's a lot of that. One of the cops says, I'm going in there and I'm going to put some hair on the wall. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, no, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so really confused by that statement. Yeah. <laughs> but I like your enthusiasm. Yeah, but I can tell you really mean it. Yeah. But it, it it's. I thought it was a good opening in that it's showing like, what kind of a guy he is, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. He, yeah, it's 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 a it's a pretty uh, classic introductory scene for a character. Yeah, he's like, I'm one of you. I'm a good old boy yeah. here in Chicago, and I'm telling you, I know you're not afraid of death, but this isn't the time. And he takes him out, and the cop, you know, punches the bad guy, so he punches the cop uh, to show, like, okay, yeah, he's he's all for justice uh, and fairness. And, and treating prisoners right, et cetera, et cetera. And he's Patrick Swayze. He's got a ponytail and a shit car and a hillbilly brother who is... His, poni- his ponytail in this movie. My it's, word. My it's word. It's out of Dave. control. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really little, too much. But it, it's big at the same time. Right. It's, it's like it's, high. It's gigantic, but it's high on the back of his head. Yeah. So he looks like Ken Masters. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's not a place for a ponytail. No, it's not really where isn't. you want to put a ponytail. And yet they did it. And yet here it is. Yeah. And he's right again in the shit car. For all like, the world I, to see. Am I, it's one of those where I'm like, am I supposed to like this guy? Like, am I supposed to be like, if I was like a 13 year old kid, am I supposed to be like, this guy is so cool? Because uh, I couldn't tell if they wanted that. It doesn't seem to be that kind of movie. Yeah. Like, it's not that kind of Swayze movie. It's not a Roadhouse, even though no, it came like out in the year of our Lord Roadhouse. And that's my big take of this movie is that, like, this movie's fine. Like, it's I, fine. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but the end is like, when the end happens, I was like, really, well, why don't you do. Really anticlimactic. Well, the, the ending battle, it's just like, why didn't you make the whole movie this? Um, because. The ending battle is probably the most exciting or fun part. Right. It's and like then there's building, just a lot of lead up. Right. It's building towards hillbilly folk versus mobsters. And you're right. It should have been the whole movie like that. Like, the, like hard target figured that out. Yeah. The problem, I think the problem is, is they were trying to make it like a thriller, like the fugitive. It, it's primarily like, a thriller. Yeah. It's like you say the fugitive because the fucking one armed man from the fugitive man. is yeah. the mob boss in this Papa yeah, John. Papa John. His Papa name is Papa John. John. They kept being like, you didn't watch out for Papa John. And I'm Papa like, mm. John. Is that, was that not around yet? No, Did I don't think so. he watch this movie and was like, I'm starting a pizza place. Like, it's very funny that he's Papa it's, John. It's funny where they're like, you got to watch out for Papa John. It's like, yes, you do. Yeah. Um, but it's trying to be a thriller like that. But it's also trying to be an 80s action where people are a little invincible. Yes. So, like, that's kind of the problem, which is like, you, I don't know, pick one, be a thriller if you're a thriller. Uh, but it it feels like it's it's like can't decide what it wants to be. It almost feels like a script that was written and then they brought Swayze on, and then they felt like, well, we we should like bulk it up a little bit. That's the feeling. I make got it more of an action movie. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just it's in that yeah it's it's in this weird place for sure so like he um he meets bill paxton his hillbilly brother 
uh, loading a cigarette machine who is working. <laughs> and then he goes to meet Helena Just again. It was he has to go dutifully loading his twister. cigarette machine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what what is the conflict? It, he's the company he works for is being bought by mobsters. Is that it? I guess it seems I'm like I'm not it. sure why Bill Paxton had to die. It's like they were hijacking the truck. Right, but it's their own company, right? They say he works for Oh, they bought it right Papa after. John. They bought it right after, I think. Is oh, is Bill Paxton hijacking So Bill Paxton is hijacking the truck. I don't No, 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 no. To? He's just driving it for the company, but then the right. mobsters hijack it. Felt like he like owed them money or something. I I couldn't. No. I was unclear. No, he was just they, driving uh, the truck. Adam Baldwin comes out with Ben Stiller. With Ben Can't Stiller, can't stress that Ben Stiller is playing a mob guy. Yep, very funny. Yeah, the mobsters, the, the Don's son is is Ben Stiller. It's one of those where it's a lot of actors who just don't know who they are yet. So Ben Stiller's like, I could be like a Scorsese actor, I guess. You know, like maybe I'm a mobster. <laughs> and and no, he's not. I don't think he was even that unknown, was he? Like, when did he do comedy? I feel like it was around this time. It was a little bit after this. Okay, so yeah, this is, I like, guess, him like, like... Reality Bites and the Ben Stiller show were a couple of years after this. Okay, so he's like, look at me, I'm a Nepo baby. I got I got something going on here. I, I can do something. Uh, maybe I'll be a mobster guy. It's so weird to see him in this movie just <laughs> really playing is. it real straight. Yeah. He's totally straight character, yeah. Yeah. Gets tortured to death. He sure does. The burnt husk of Ben Stiller's corpse <laughs> is revealed to us by the waterway. That's, that's one of the problems with this movie that they have no control over, which is the casting just makes everything very funny, even if it's trying to be serious, where they're like, they tortured him to death, and I'm just laughing so hard <laughs> at the idea that Ben this, Stiller got tortured to death. It's just this gnarled beef jerky corpse. <laughs> So and they, they do a close-up on his driver's license so you can see it's Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller! Just dead. Just super dead. dead. Like dead, dead beyond the side belief. of a lake. Yeah. Or a river, rather. Just got oh, tortured man. to death by Adam Baldwin. Yeah. Just fucking murdered. Like he's fucking Frank Sabatka. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Amazing. It was a real Sabatka death. It is. Um, uh, uh, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Adam Baldwin, by the way, who I think might be a vampire, has he? Does he intend to age? Not really. Yeah, because I was. I thought something. This is. I forgot. He's in like Full Metal Jacket. He sure and I is. I forgot yeah. that his career is that old. Yeah. Um. So it's just he has I almost a fifty-year career. <laughs> right, and he looks the same. So yeah. he looks like a time traveler in this fucking movie. He just looks like it. It made this movie feel a lot more modern. Oh, than I'm it sorry, was almost a almost a forty-year career. I'm sorry. That's wild. And again, he hasn't changed for any of it. So Not he, really, he yeah. takes he takes Ben Stiller to watch him kill Bill Paxton for what some a weird reason. Sentence, yeah. yeah. He really does kill Bill Paxton for no reason. Like, they have no, no, yeah, they have no then, specific beef with him. They're just supposed to steal the truck. It's Right, it's, Papa John is upset. He's like, right. the fuck he's did like, you yeah. do? He's like, you're bringing us unnecessary heat on us with this. Why right. did you do that? Just steal the fucking truck, man. Right. The truck, again, he's stealing the, for the company that I think they own. They buy right after it. They buy right they after it. They buy right it. after yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so I think... I think the implication is that they like muscled in on whoever the owner was. 
Got it. Got it. Yeah, I, I the think. Truck. Yeah. So Ben Stiller is the son of the one-armed man. Right. Um, so he's, yeah, he's Adam <laughs> the son of showing Sykes. him the rope. Yeah. Showing him the ropes. He's little, he's Papa John Jr. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, meanwhile, he's, uh, Patrick Sawyer's is doing some fiddle fucking with Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, Just chasing her around. And I, I loved, I texted you this in 89. Uh, I, I, we already mentioned that Roadhouse came out, but there's also a scene in Roadhouse where he is essentially chasing a woman all over his room. <laughs> Right. A- until she agrees to have sex with him. And that's the same thing that happens in this scene with Helen Hunt is he's is. just chasing her around the house. And I think what we're seeing is also he impregnates her in this scene, right? I believe she so, later yeah. says she's pregnant. Yeah. So I think we're watching him, him mm-hmm. impregnate Helen Hunt. Yeah. Uh, we're watching the night that the miracle happened. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So he has something to lose now. Then, so he goes home for his... <laughs> right, for... because just Helen Hunt was not enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just his goes... wife was not enough stakes. This movie's out of control. Really? This movie's... <laughs> it's suddenly nuts. Because it's, like, it's like... really kind of unhinged, yeah. Yeah, the whole time I was like, am I really watching what I'm watching? <laughs> he goes home for fucking Bill Paxton's funeral and that's where they meet their weird ass funeral is yeah where they're singing fucking um, they're all crowded around his coffin singing like really jaunty bible songs they're they're singing the song that he sings in fucking um night of the hunter um oh you're right leading on everlasting arms yeah it's also in true grit they love that fucking song they do um and so they're singing that and uh and then they meet the third brother, Liam fucking Neeson, uh, who's just, yeah, again, he looks, he kind of looks like Robert Evans a little bit. Um, a little bit. He's, yeah, but like a more haunted version. Right. Because uh, he's got, a more he's just gaunt got this, and ghoulish. Like, yeah, you just know he's, he's killed a lot of animals. Right. A more, a more living in a terrifying bus version of Robert Evans. Right. Uh, and he's just he's really playing this role it's like liam neeson you can tell he's a very good actor right yeah because he's playing this this brother who's like haunted by this death and wants revenge very well and once they introduced him i realized like he kind of should have been the main character probably yeah because patrick swayze is kind of boring um compared to liam neeson he doesn't do much he's just sort of there to like witness the events of the film until the third act where after Liam Neeson is killed and he's like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm throwing in my badge. And then he finally does yeah. something. Cause Liam Neeson basically, this basically is low key, the fugitive cause it's Chicago. Right. And he's hunting the one armed man and like, and like sort of also an outlaw mm-hmm. Liam Neeson is cause he goes to, he goes to this dirt motel with this amazing fucking guy running it. Yeah. That's the, that's um, the dude from uh, Sh- Scrooged. It is. You're Herman. right. Yeah, he's uh, from a uh, Star Trek episode. Which one? Um, original series. It's called um, crap. I can't remember what it's called. It, it's the. It's the. It's the. I think it's the season one episode where it's all. All the adults are gone on this world. It's just a world that's populated by children. Oh, neat. That's mm-hmm. a neat idea. Um, whatever it is, it's, uh, he's like a weirdo through this whole thing. He's just hanging out with Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah, he he's, he's so fucking cool. <laughs> he really made a career out of playing these types of characters. Yeah. Liam Neeson is just, uh, making bullets in the slum hotel, hanging out with the landlord. <laughs> um, 
he starts harassing the mob. He goes to their awesome pad and like ruins their pinball machines. Shoots all their pinball machines. Yeah, ultimate sin. But again, he's avenging his brother. It's true. Um, It's true. Then they they start harassing them, and in a great scene where the two mobsters go to the slum hotel and go, "We're pizza delivery guys," and it's like, "No, you're not." <laughs> right? <laughs> it was amazing. They have like a these, DiGiorno box. Yeah, these two jackasses, these two Sopranos-looking motherfuckers, like we're mobsters. here to deliver some pizzas. <laughs> it's like a Futurama fucking joke. It's like, uh, yeah, no, of course not. And then they like home alone the monsters, uh, the mobsters, and um, then he they do the they a real fucking like, uh, just wacky. Just like a collision course with just... Is this the chase where he's like jumping yeah. on top of the L trains? He jumps on the L trains, which is awesome. And then the mobster like... That was cool. L- l- accidentally uh, gets on the wrong train gets with their keys. stuck on the train with their car keys. And he's like, I'm, I'm like, sorry. And that's how that the scene That mobster was amazing. Yeah. But like, this is where I was like, isn't shouldn't this be the film? Why isn't Patrick Swayze jumping on fucking L trains, you know? Because they wrote this film wrong. I'm pretty sure that mobster that gets stuck on the train with the keys is the guy who won't get off the phone in Dumb and Dumber. He is. So oh Mike, my God, I Mike was Starr like, punches I him knew, through the phone booth. I knew that fucking guy. And he has yeah. one of those faces that you want to hit. Uh, yeah. And like, oh, man, you're right. That's who he is. Or rather, Mike Starr is on the phone and this guy is bothering him. So he punches yeah, him through the, punches the booth. Him. Yeah. It's a great bit. That's that guy. That's that mobster. That is that guy. Holy shit. So yeah, Liam Neeson is like doing all the awesome stuff. He's doing these shootouts with the mob. Right. He's the cool one in this movie. Like, yeah, he's the one we should be following. He's having the roadhouse adventure and Patrick Swayze is just basically spends the movie clutching his pearls, I guess. Like, yeah. He really doesn't do much. You're right. He is boring in this movie. He is. And even when Adam Baldwin threatens Helen Hunt by throwing like throwing him in a super paint in her face. face. Paint, yeah, she and says. Then, paint, and then vanishing like a ghost. Right, he's gone. That? He's like not even on the street. <laughs> he says her name and they cut to him throwing it in her face and then she reacts and, it, and then wide shot he's wide gone. shot he's fucking vanished. <laughs> Which means he ran as fast as he can. Like he sprinted down the street. Yeah. <laughs> or he teleported out of there like he got beamed up into a spaceship <laughs> right so what Adam Baldwin does is he, he just decides ziplined to... out of there like Batman right Adam Baldwin basically decides to escalate everything while Papa John keeps telling him not to Papa John is right. like leave it alone um, and so he does he does that and then he while, while I believe Ben Stiller is wearing like a 90s comedian suit he he's like <laughs> sure come is. with me Ben Stiller I got a plan and then they just off screen kill and torture Ben well, it's Stiller af- it's after Swayze ambushes Ben Stiller at a restaurant right. to, to question him about what happened right 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 so he then he comes and tells Adam Baldwin about it so Adam Baldwin's like okay this is a weak link and he's like all right well I got a plan come ride with me and then yes it just it's really to funny fucking burnt out husk later it's a really funny idea because he's like I got a plan Ben come with me and he's like okay and then just we never see him kill him it's just off camera and then we just hear that he tortured him to death and set him right. on fire at first I was it was such a weird because they they I don't know if they didn't have time. They should have shown him like shoot Ben Stiller or something because I was legitimately confused at first where I was like, wait, what happened? It was such a weird way to show. It, it was like, a, you're right. It, it is felt, a little unclear. It was like Ben Stiller quit the movie 
and they had to write him out because they don't even show like you said they show his burnt body and then someone pointing to his id like yep it's him so it feels like they couldn't even get him for the scene so it, it really felt like he was like fired from the movie and it was poochied he got poochied <laughs> almost because like the scene where adam baldwin's like i got an idea come with me feels like it could be anything if they don't set up the idea that he's going to kill and torture not ben really Stiller. not really so, there's like some really light conflict between the two of them yes about their office location yeah um, and, and it's the the fact that adam baldwin resents him because he wants to be papa john's son right um yeah but yeah it, it makes is a, sense but it it's... is honestly a little unclear because there's a scene after that where adam baldwin it comes up i forget exactly the context of it but the fact that ben stiller was burned to death and tortured comes up and uh adam baldwin says oh, oh, oh it's when uh swayze uh comes down to like their mob lair or whatever like comes right. into their trap and Adam Baldwin was like, Oh, I guess it really was a good idea, Lawrence. So for like, for a second there, I was right. like, wait, 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 did he fake his death? Right. That's what I thought too, because they were showing the ID. So I was right. like, they oh, just he, showed the ID. Yeah. Was he like, Oh yeah, let's fake your death and blame it. But no, I guess he really killed him. And then for a second, I was like, did Liam Neeson actually do it? Because again, they, they didn't seem that like, they didn't seem to hate each other that much. That I didn't, it didn't occur to me that Adam Baldwin was the one who did it, but they make it clear. And then, they, yeah, yeah, it they is pretty much do. It is. Like, it's awkward. It's a very awkward plot. Point. Like, and then later on, they have one of the mobs, like, like Papa John has one of the mobsters wear a wire, I think. Um, somebody has one of the mobsters wear a wire yeah. because, like, yeah, Adam Baldwin likes to brag. And then it's like after Ben Stiller's funeral, he's like, they're out at the bar and he's talking and we just hear the end of the conversation. We're saying, yeah, and he was on his knees begging and please, Joey, no. So I shot him. And like, that's all we ever hear. Like we don't right. ever actually hear him admit to murdering Ben Stiller. So it is, it remained kind of unclear until the end of the movie when Papa John yeah. shows up and is like, Adam Baldwin, you killed my son, Ben Stiller. And then he shoots him. Yeah. And then Harrison yeah. Ford appears. <laughs> he should have been in this yeah he really should have been yeah I, I, they should have just i wanted to see i for one wanted to see adam baldwin torture and kill ben stiller yeah who doesn't um, or at least shoot him because that it honestly for the narrative it would have been a little more clear um and also think, then, of, think of the gifs we would have gotten oh i've been so fucking good uh and then uh so basically papa john thinking that ben stiller was killed by liam neeson got the words coming out of my mouth (laughs) then oh my god it's a real Um, mad libs it really it's fucking it's oh my god Um, this movie doesn't exist i don't believe this movie is real i don't think it exists it's not a real movie this doesn't exist no it can't possibly holy shit i reject it he's like all right finally kill you have my permission to kill liam neeson they they wire up the 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 cool clubhouse uh with cameras and then they they have liam neeson um they they trap him in there uh and they still have trouble shooting him like the mobsters are terrible shots they really are yeah they're not good at this but they finally manage to kill liam neeson but not before he dies in his brother's arms and that's when Patrick Swayze is like, okay, it's go time. I'm pretty sure. And meanwhile, yeah. that's when all the other hillbillies get word of um, Liam Neeson's death. And they all just like silently wage war. They all just like get ready to rain down fire. 
uh and um they uh they they bring their snakes one guy has a bus full of snakes just thousands uh, of snakes that he has yeah. just and in then, case of this this event yep swayze lets his ponytail down so you know he means business mm-hmm. uh and he's like we meet me in the fucking cemetery for a final like a final showdown and so the you know adam baldwin and all his little other mobsters go there and patrick swayze has a series of uh of fucking uh crossbows not crossbows just regular bows one's Um, a bow and another one's a crossbow oh okay just like set up yeah buried in the cemetery and he's just picking them off with a bow and arrow uh just like just a neon green him. bow and arrow too. They're all like yeah. really fluorescent green. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, one, of them, one of them gets shot, and the other one goes "fuck" a fucking arrow, which is very funny to me. <laughs> and he's just <laughs> that's how you'd around. react. That's how you'd react. Yeah. He's running around <laughs> shooting arrows at these mobsters, like like he's a fucking Assassin's Creed character. Uh, and then all the dirtbag rednecks start making animal sounds and coming in. And then they just like start nailing the mobsters with arrows and an axe. The guy throws an axe into him. Yeah, right into one guy's chest. Yep. Another one, yeah, leads the mobster into a snake bus. And this is where it was like, why wasn't this the whole movie? It should have been. Yeah, because it all escalates with this mobsters in a cemetery fighting all these hillbillies uh who are using like bows and arrows and axes and shit including that weird blonde dirtbag one with the mustache which i thought was funny when they hold a gun to him right. and everybody's like, like no oh, don't kill him and i'm like i don't know who that really is. is you grabbed the least appealing one yeah yeah you really did <laughs> um and then it um and then the one air man shows up and basically is like stop everything I know that Adam Baldwin killed Ben Stiller, my son, and he points the gun at Patrick Swayze and then shoots Adam Baldwin. And then he's just like, listen, can we be cool now? Yeah, this is over, right? And Patrick Swayze, yeah, 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 it's done. <laughs> yeah. They should have went and had a pizza party after. They should have. The they should have gone to D&D. Right, because there's this, weird, there's this weird thing throughout where they say something about the hillbillies early where they say like, they couldn't farm rocks or something. And he says, that's what exactly what they said. They said about the same thing Sicily. about our people back in Sicily. Yeah. They, yeah. This movie, like also around this time, there were a few movies that came out that were sort of painting the mafia as like the salt of the earth. Yeah. Like, um, I mean the rocketeer, um, uh right where the mobsters were like working working men and yeah, they're they like could, working men they could, yeah yeah they what's fair is fair kind of stuff um yeah. and that's what happens here is like the mob isn't bad there's one bad apple which is again a weird a weird way to uh, do the mob where yeah. it's like listen well, the mob's not so bad there's just, yeah, there's there's just one bad, bad apple in there yeah. he's causing uh, trouble in the mafia it's like it was made by the mob yeah and um and they're trying to do some weird like comparison between uh them in appalachia i guess well, it's because it's a family yeah you're right it's a family and it's they're two families, two families you know, yeah basically and then i remember like doesn't patrick swayze just sort of leave the police station and the credits just the credits blast? smash on this it is yeah. so abrupt like 
it, 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 from that scene, it cuts them to the police station. And Helen Hunt says something to him. I forget what she says. I think, oh, she comes up to him and she asks him about Briar, uh, Liam Neeson. And he's like, no, nah, he right. didn't make it. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he, this is the weirdest line to end this on. He's like, it's fine. You and the baby are all the family I need. And then they walk out and fucking smash credits on screen. Yeah. So it's like, wait, the whole movie was about how like blood is thicker than water. Like, right. Like, cause the whole movie right. is about like, you can't fuck with somebody's family. That's like, that's like a wound that can't be forgiven. Right. That's a transgression that has to be answered. Uh, right. But then at the end, he's like, eh, it's, she's like, I'm sorry. Your brother was killed <laughs> trying to he's avenge like, your other fine. brother who was also killed. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. It's all I right don't... for me. I married Helen Hunt. Yeah. And he's not wrong. I mean, it's a True. good, it's a good sitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's a things weird seem to movie. have worked out for him. I don't know what the movie. I guess you're right that that's all the movie was saying, which is like you don't mess with someone's family. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a real like blue collar hero movie, right? Like it's yeah, it's all about again, how like the uh, simple. Uh, small town frontier justice, I guess, you know, like good old, it's, it's a family is all that matters, you know? And like, I don't know. I get, I, all right, I get what they were trying to do, which is that like, they're trying to show that Liam Neeson, it runs in the family, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they weren't they, like the idea that Patrick Swayze, it's like, Oh, just you wait till he fucking takes the gloves off, but he's civilized. And they wanted to kind of edge that they wanted to hold it off as much as possible so they use Liam Neeson to be like look how fucking wild his right, brother but Swayze is. never does anything as wild as Liam Neeson exactly. does exactly that's the problem is the yeah. cemetery thing is fun but it's not it's like it's really tame compared enough, to the rest is, of the film right which is weird coming yeah. from the, the fact that it's a cemetery battle with this bus and the full of snakes the fact that it's the same year as Roadhouse right like Roadhouse knows how to escalate yeah <laughs> It's weird to, it's again, it's weird to say that the snake cemetery scene wasn't enough or it should have been like the halfway point, but I'm not, I don't know. It's, it's tough, man. Um, and if they were doing that, it would need to escalate with each brother. Like Bill Paxton should have been somewhat badass, and then Liam Neeson should have been even more badass, but then Patrick Swayze has to be fucking out of control. Uh, and right. I just found myself so much more gravitated to, because the other problem is I think um, Liam Neeson's character is just more compelling. Right. He's more compelling. Um, you pointed out that Patrick Swayze is boring. Um, Liam Neeson's just more charismatic in this movie. He's, yeah, the, he's is, the more interesting character. Nothing against either actor, but no, it no, feels not like Liam Neeson just, has more to do with his character. Swayze is really underwritten in the way that action heroes sometimes are yeah like it felt more like it should have been about like yeah liam neeson his cop brother coming in and like swayze should have been backing him up and been like the secondary brother it's like one of those movies where they're kind of afraid to like give the hero any kind of flaws or anything you know what i mean so it's like they end up writing him so boring but because liam neeson's not the hero quote unquote it seems like they left like all the color for him 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm, it's I'm trying like, to, I'm I'm trying to think like it feels like Patrick Swayze character should have been killed like Liam Neeson to up the the stakes because he's the one with like the family on the way and stuff, you know what right, I mean? Yeah, and he's he's the more flat character, like he's Yeah. It, he's just he's just gen, he's just generic I'm nice guy. I'm I'm like I'm the guy who believes in the law, etc. Like if you wanted to make this movie about like throwing out law and being like, you know, we're going to handle this like 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 men on the streets and you don't fuck with family. Then you'd have the lawman be the one who gets fucking murdered trying to do what's right. Right. Because that's the thing. The lesson is Liam Neeson dies and he throws out his badge. And it's like, why? He he did. He did. He broke into their. He did all the wrong things. Liam Neeson right. did all the wrong. He died things. because he was being a vigilante. <laughs> Like, right. So like you want to show someone do the right things and yeah. get punished and die. You show that like oh the mayor is involved, you know, or the chief. So it's like you have to go or you have to go against the cops because the cops are in on right. it too. It was, it was supposed to, you're right. It was supposed to be a thing like oh the system doesn't work so we have to step outside the system. But they never show us the system not working. Exactly. It's all Liam Neeson just going on this tear. Yeah. Uh, and then getting himself killed. It's like he has his own taxi driver-esque movie that seems to end when he dies. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, and then there's like a, a second movie after where the <laughs> secondary character picks up where he left off. They were so afraid to give Swayze any edge that it's just... I, I, yeah, and, and it's, it feels like... And it's like, not even that, like, right, it's not even that, like, Liam Neeson's that edgy, but it's like, they put all the color into him, so it's like the... They also gave him a lot yeah. of scenes and stuff. Yes, that's they the did. other thing. Is I feel like he dominated the film in he terms does. of screen time. He does, yeah. And they do this stuff where he's like hanging out at the hotel and like the landlord, and he has a thing with him. Like Swayze has none of that. He doesn't have any interesting like exchanges with someone. He doesn't have like right. a sidekick. Really, that's the other thing is we really don't spend that much time with Swayze until like the third act because act yeah. like once Bill Paxton gets killed and. Swayze goes home and we are introduced to Liam Neeson. This is at like minute 20. It's pretty evenly split between the two of them. And I dare say it's more so on, on Liam Neeson's side. Like we spend more time with his character up until he dies. Yeah, it really does feel like I, there's nothing, there's nothing on the production of this that I could find, but it really feels like they had a, a ensemble thriller that they were going to do. And then they sort of, they got Patrick Swayze, which was, he was pretty big. And they like kind of built it more around him, but not enough. Um, it's it's tough. It, or, or it feels like they cast Liam Neeson and they're like, wow, he's doing a great job. We need to give him more screen time. Like, it's hard to tell what happened, but it feels like it's just struggling between these two masters. Uh, and, and it never really... Yeah picks one yeah that that seems right that seems right yeah it's like and then ben stiller gets tortured yeah he sure does (laughs) just his charred corpse can't stress that enough fucking burnt out shell killed (laughs) the the fucking riverbank amazing oh shoot oh yeah it seems like like you said, it, it seems like it was meant to be an ensemble thriller, but then it sort of gets confused as to whether or not it's supposed to be a Swayze action movie. But um, to that end, like, there's too many characters. 
right? Like it's it's weird. Yeah. It like there's like three different bad like it's yeah, no, it's no, hard no. to get a, it's hard. Yeah, it's like main bad guy and then Ben Stiller and then one our and then man, one our man. And it's just it, like it starts, and then there's a yeah. bunch of other mobsters. Yeah, and they have their own personalities, um, and that gets like they're henchmen, but they're also not. Adam Baldwin is the main bad guy, but there's also this other, you know, there's Papa John. It's an ensemble because it's about family, but also the, the mob family is only really the two people. Right. It gets real diluted. So it's, it gets, the stakes are sort of hard to pin down, I guess. Yeah. Like there's too many characters. <laughs> there's definitely too many characters. It, it's a very awkward film. Uh, I, I admire what it was trying to do, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't even know if that's true. It's a pretty standard action film. That's what's interesting about it. For all the cast and all the batshit things we're saying in it, for the most part, it just feels like a pretty forgettable... Very like, standard, forgettable thriller. action thriller, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I can see why I never heard of this film. It's still wild that it has the goddamn cast it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't do good. Like, it doesn't have good reviews or anything like that. It was it was considered one of the worst movies of the year. It was... Uh. <laughs> yeah. They, Siskel and Ebert included it in their worst of oh, uh, episode. It got Razzie nominations. Not that that really means anything. But, like, the point was, it was considered a, a stinker. This feels like a movie like The Snowman now. Like, where it's like, oh... I get what you were going for. There's a lot of actors in this, but it didn't result in anything substantial. Like, I think that's what, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I that's think what it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, next of kin, Dave, next of kin. I, if, if tomorrow someone was like, what, what are you talking about? This movie doesn't exist. I would, I would be like that makes more sense, right? I would believe this you. movie existing. Yeah, a week but from this now, is a shared I will delusion. not remember anything about this film. Yes, except for Ben Stiller being tortured and killed. I'm going to go back and listen to this episode, Dave, like a month in the future, and I'm not going to remember any of the words that I'm saying. No, not at all. Like this is going to, this is all movie. a fever dream. <laughs> fucking madness. So I don't know. I, I, it's i mean it's it's it's, it's fun in terms of story i know and uh fucking raw deal which is an incredible movie <laughs> yeah that director he never made like he never made big hits that's the thing raw deal ghost story he made the 1991 robin hood but you know the one that isn't uh the one with uh you know the Costa. guy yeah he's he's made a lot of like movies that have a lot of actors in them that i bet are very good that most people haven't seen it feels like why would you bet um, that they're very good because i like ghost story and i oh. like raw deal <laughs> i do like raw deal and i he do made like the ghost boys story. from country claire a movie that apparently has a cole meanie in it that i've never heard of oh man but it's a cole meanie film speaking of cole meanie dave 2006 what about Cole Meany? The other episode we have to remember. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's in a few weeks, Listen. folks. Yeah. We'll get to that. All right. I, it sounds like we're done talking about Next Again. I don't have anything else to say about Next Again. This is a, no, a fucking wild movie. I can't watch believe it. this movie exists. It's a good, like, I don't know, watch it if you're sick 
It's a good like you have a cold or like I don't know if this is a Friday movie night because I could certainly talk over it. It's it's like the the novelty is look who's in this movie, right? Right. The it's not particularly is, exciting. No, it's not. It's just like Jesus fucking Christ. Every moment you think there's not going to be like Liam Neeson, he's in here like halfway in the movie. So it's like once you think like okay, there's no one with other surprises. He goes home and there's Liam Neeson. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ movie. Why, why are you doing this? So it's pretty incredible for that. So show this movie to someone without showing them the credits. That's like the most fun. <laughs> It'll be like they see God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Vincent. Thank, thank you very you. much for this experience. Um, I'm glad I saw this movie. Oh, me too. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was through our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-O-Y, unemployed, you get access to exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Muller is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, Spielboys. We watch movies with our uh, patrons every Friday night, which we alluded to. Uh, we have a whole Discord community. Lots of fun. Check it out. Yeah. We also have a store. Bada bing. John says. <laughs> Head over to GameFullyEmployed.com. You'll find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your little Papa John peepers onto that. Papa John's on it. (laughs) Slap your Papa John's on it. Papa John. It now feels racist because, again, Papa John's the pizza place I don't think existed. No, I'm pretty sure it didn't. To name like a mobster Papa John is just... It's like something and you this, call an Italian guy. The, what do you want, Papa John? Like it's that. It's the, just like the Jesus scene Christ. where we meet him is Patrick Swayze walks into a restaurant, and he's just <laughs> in the back cooking. Is Papa John? You're right. He is in the back cooking. It's like he's a fucking mafia don, and he's in the back. It's a mafia. It's like a stereotype that they do. <laughs> That's the a back good of the strip mall restaurant cooking. cooking. Yeah, where all the guys are pretending to get ga- uh, ga- uh, play cards for fun where they're yeah. like they can't gamble i wanted I, w- I wanted the reality to be that they're just doing it for fun all these like 50 year old mobsters were just like yeah we're, we're just ha- we don't have to always gamble this yeah. is just make sometimes we just play to play we like to play the yeah. game yeah yeah we're gambling it's for its own tickles. reward yeah uh right. ben stiller <laughs> gets tortured <laughs>